Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Monday, Edwin. Hello there, Andrew. I am super excited today. I got to tell you why. Tell me why. Because last Friday, we got uh, information from the analytics. Oh, text talk has yes. had a hundred thousand downloads. A hundred thousand downloads. Thank you, everyone who's been downloading. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you to everybody who's been encouraging us and then passing this podcast on to other people. It means so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I cannot say thank you enough. We appreciate the support. <laughs> appreciate those that we get to talk to. I love traveling, and someone comes up and says they've been listening to text talk. Yes, I really appreciate that. It's uh, it's very encouraging. We hope our conversations about the text Psalms right now are beneficial and uplifting and encourage everyone who gets to listen. So we'd love for you to pass it on, let others know about it, make sure you're subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It really does help us. It gets the message out, and folks are getting to hear about uh, God's Word. It does, but Friday was a big day. And big so day. We're ready to build on it today for Monday. Yeah, Psalm 89 is where we are today. This is, Andrew, you ready? Yes. The third longest psalm. The third longest psalm in the book of Psalms? The third longest psalm in the book of Psalms. Do you know what the longest psalm is? I would go with Psalm 119. That is correct. Okay. And do you remember what the second longest one is? We've actually gone over that one this season. Do you Did remember? Did we do that one this season? Psalm 78 was number two. So you're telling me that two of the longest psalms... Mm-hmm. Right here in book uh, are, three. Are in book three of right the Psalms. Right here in book three of which, the Psalms. incidentally, this week we are wrapping up book three of the we Psalms. We are wrapping up book three of the Psalms. Yep. So, a mascal of Ethan the Ezraite. That's what we're reading. And this is from the English Standard Version. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens, you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant, I will establish your offspring forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God greatly to be feared in the council of the holy ones and awesome above all who are around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you? You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. High your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who exult in your name all the day, and in your righteousness are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. By your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, our King to the Holy One of Israel. Of old you spoke in a vision to your godly one and said, I have granted help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him, so that my hand shall be established with him. My arm also shall strengthen him. 
The enemy shall not outwit him. The wicked shall not humble him. I will crush his foes before him and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and my steadfast love shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers. He shall cry to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. And I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. My steadfast love I will keep for him forever, and my covenant will stand firm for him. I will establish his offspring forever, and his throne is the days of the heavens. If his children forsake my law and do not walk according to my rules, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. But I will not remove my steadfast love or be false to my faithfulness. I will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth from my lips. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David." His offspring shall endure forever, his throne as long as the sun before me. Like the moon, it shall be established forever, a faithful witness in the skies. But you have cast off and rejected. You are full of wrath against your anointed. You have renounced the covenant with your servant. You have defiled his crown in the dust. You have breached all his walls. You have laid his stronghold in ruins." All who pass by plunder him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have also turned back the edge of his sword, and you have not made him stand in battle. You have made his splendor to cease and cast his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. For what vanity you have created all the children of man. What man can live and never see death? Who can deliver his soul from the power of Sheol? Lord, where is your steadfast love of old, which by your faithfulness you swore to David? Remember, O Lord, how your servants are mocked, and how I bear in my heart the insults of all the many nations with which your enemies mock, O Lord, with which they mock the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. And amen. Thank you for reading that, Edwin. Woo. Yeah. Third longest psalm, you Third say. longest psalm. I don't know. I, I think we, just based on the conversations I want to have, we're probably going to have to read it every day. It's, yeah. it's not going to divvy up in little short segments. It won't. But it is, it is. Uh, it's, it's great it's, and it's powerful. And it, it, it almost seems like, a, I mean, you see a, a distinct break, I guess, almost in the middle of the psalm. What? What? What are you talking about? Well, I, I sense that. <laughs> It's it's all uh, um, you you wouldn't be talking about between verses thirty seven and thirty eight, would you? Well, let me look at it. Yeah, you know what? That's kind of where I heard it. My my ear was attuned. I know. It's like oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, by the way, everything's falling apart. Yes, <laughs> that's kind of the yes. way it is. It's it's almost like you're listening to this beautiful song on a record player. You remember yeah, those? I do. And then all of a sudden, it's like. Somebody just takes that needle and scratches hey, it right across the whole thing. There's still plenty of people that buy the vinyls, man. They're, oh, they're, they're, they're purists. I guess they're coming back. They're they coming are. Back. They even are. my kids actually have bought oh, those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the record scratch, that analogy will keep. That's timeless. <laughs> people still know that. I mean, that's that's, right. that's what it's almost like there in verse 38. Well, it really is. And so the first half, it's glorious and praising God. And we see this and victorious. David. Uh-huh. Oh. Calling back to the king and victory and all that. Yes. And then it seems that God then turns on this same one and all the shame and the bad things. It will not surprise you to learn that there are some mm-hmm. who will say that, uh, well, probably the first two-thirds of this was written, 
you know, when David was king. Okay. And then this last third was written somewhat sometime later, and so it's two perhaps, psalms that have been brought by, together. Perhaps by Ethan, and then kind of working well, together well, that maybe, way. Maybe it would, yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can talk about the author if you want, but... Um, we don't have to, but I, I, I just, I, and I know several of the psalms we've looked at. I mean, even recently, wasn't it Psalm, was it 86? The uh, the greatest hits of David's psalm? Yeah, we had that one recently. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we've discussed some about how maybe psalms have been collected together, used yeah, together. Yeah. But I, I, I guess I don't see it that way because, to my mind, the overtones of Jesus in this psalm are so great that yeah. all of that is true about one person. It is hard to fathom yeah. that all of that could be true about the same person, but but then Jesus. Well, the, the, <laughs> the thing that we have is that coming to the final part of this psalm actually informs the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, what we have in the first two-thirds of this psalm is God, uh, you're a God, you're a fantastic God, you chose our king, you chose our anointed, you're, you made a covenant with him, right. you promised that you would be with him, you promised that you would take care of him, you promised that you would never leave him, you promised that, okay, sure, you would, you would discipline his sons if they didn't obey you, but mm-hmm. you would not let your steadfast love leave. So why does it look so much like your steadfast love is gone? Yeah. Why, why does it look like this right now? Yeah. And what what makes the final third so powerful is the buildup. And that's mm-hmm. hard for us because it seems like such a praise and such a such a thanksgiving in the first two thirds to all of a sudden get that twist and it's a lament. Yeah. It is shocking to our ears. And yet very much. Remember Psalm eighty eight. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't end. This is not as dark as Psalm eighty-eight, but I'm not sure it ends in a much better spot. It ends with this well, is the, this issue, uh, other than the doxology. I right, mean, there's yeah, the doxology that goes to the book, but the psalm itself it ends with this: "How long? How long?" And so mm-hmm. we're we're stuck in the middle of the darkness again. Mm-hmm. And now, what makes this darkness even more dark is we remember the light. Mm-hmm. We remember the light. We remember what you promised. Why isn't that happening yet? And there's a couple things that I want to talk about this week. I mean, we, yeah. we really don't have much time left for today. Well, but when people today talk about why do bad things happen, mm-hmm. they come up with a few explanations. Yeah. One of which is, well, maybe bad things happen because God is just not strong enough. Maybe God isn't strong enough to keep those bad things from happening. But here is Ethan, or, or a descendant in the school of Ethan, however we want to say that. Here is someone that says, all right. We get it. I don't understand what's going on right now. I don't know why it doesn't seem like we've got your steadfast love and faithfulness right now. It doesn't feel like you're fulfilling your promise right now. I'm very confused. I'm a little bit disconcerted. But remember this. This is in verse 13, Psalm 89, 13. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. High your right hand. Ethan does not believe that what's going on here is weakness from God. Yeah, and just to dovetail with that, there is so much imagery of the great strength of God throughout this psalm. It talks about how he has broken Rahab in the pieces, scattered the enemies with the mighty arm in verse 10, talking about his power over the raging sea and the waves in verse 9. I'm just bouncing around here, you know. He's he is uh, the imagery again, verse 26, who's God? The rock. The salvation. Yeah. Strength, strength, strength. And in verse 8, O Lord God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O mm-hmm, Lord, mm-hmm. Uh, with your faithfulness all around you. Ethan does not think that what's going on here is weakness from God. He's not, he, he's confused. No. He doesn't understand. He's like, I know there's a promise from God. I believe God keeps his promises. But right now, it doesn't feel like the promise is being fulfilled. I don't get it. But I tell you what, it's not. 
Yeah. It's not because there's somebody stronger out there than Yahweh. It's not because there's some God that's forcing him to behave this way. It's not because there's some circumstance that he can't get out of. It's not because there's natural laws that he can't uh, do anything about. Sure, sure. He, he is strong. He is strong. Question real quick. You mentioned Rahab. What, what's your take on Rahab there? I believe that is uh, the other name for Egypt. We yeah. had that in our psalm a week or two ago. Right, right. They, they in Psalm 87. Okay, in Psalm 87, 87 we, we mentioned Rahab. So some would suggest that this is a reference to ancient Mesopotamian myth and Marduk who okay. killed the sea creature that was known as Rahab, the chaotic sea creature, which allowed for creation. Some look at this psalm and believe that this is kind of pulling from that to say, no, Marduk is not the guy. It's our God who created everything. Mm-hmm. And so the chaos that was there at the beginning, our right. God brought that into order. I guess that's possible. And if so, what does it show us? It shows us the great strength of Yahweh. However, just two psalms ago, we mentioned Rahab in a list of right. nations, yeah. and we recognized from Isaiah, oh, this was this was a name that was often given to Egypt as well. I, I tend to think that's probably well, what's going I was gonna on say, here. And I guess I would, too, given the proximity of their psalm and, yeah. and shared writers. You, we kind of look for those vocabularies yeah. to build a consensus. Yeah, I think that's what's probably going on here. Either way, no matter what you do, I'm, I'm not going to argue but, too but much I with think folks the, about it. The point would be, you know, obviously you got a great strength if he's beating back a, a sea creature, but but Egypt being a world power yes. and an empire, that is also significant. So here's, here's the thing in Psalm 89. It's got this crazy ending that just like comes out of left field about how awful things are. It feels like God's not keeping his promises. Some really, really bad things are happening even maybe to good people, because there's nothing in this psalm that specifically or explicitly refers to sin I on mean, their part. It seems to be talking about the anointed of God, which is not about evilness now. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but but here here's how we don't answer it. I mean, I, I get it. We're not getting to the answer today, and it may take us a couple conversations to get to the answer. But I tell you what the answer is not. It's not, well, God's not strong enough. It's not that. Correct. Our God is strong enough. And so we need to continue to praise and glorify God. Hey, there's a lot of great stuff to be reading in Psalm 89, and we are so glad that we can read it together this week. We love it uh, that you're listening. Again, thank you so much for that. Send us your feedback. You can email us, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, you are stronger. We celebrate at the beginning of this psalm and, and see the wonderful things that you have in store for your anointed and uh, the, the great testament to your strength that none can doubt it. And so, Father, we are so thankful that we can come to you humbly in prayer, share with you our cares, our burdens. Even at times, Father, when, when we, we feel weak and we feel small, help us to be built up and to know you are strong, you are stronger, and you will sustain us this day. We trust you and we love you. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.